Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. What's up, you guys? Welcome to Fightful. It is October 4th, 2023. Your AEW Dynamite post-show review. Leave a thumbs up on this video. Get those super chats in. Get those humper chats in. That's how you get your question or statement read on the air. Hey, if you want your uh, question statements read on the air every week, uh, go subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. I do a Q&A show there every single week. This afternoon, you got a little bit of a taste of that. We did the What Do You Guys Want to Talk About podcast, an hour of just answering your super chats and humper chats. But by God, we're here again, and we got plenty more to talk about. We got Alex Pawlowski, who will not be joining me next Tuesday because, uh, Alex, I don't know how else to put this, but in the spirit of the night, you're a fucking e-drone, and I hate you next Tuesday. Bring it, man. Bring it. <laughs> I'm on. The, would, I'm on the Tony payroll. I I would so much rather be watching Jay White versus Hangman Page than Cody Rhodes come in and go. Oh, by the way, we're starting the tag tournament we do every year. This is my major announcement. Listen, I, I I'll be your e drone to fill your little role that we're playing when we're LARPing next week, but. <laughs> I would rather be watching AEW. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh, my God. You're going to be the stand-up for WWE guy next yes, week. That's what I'll be. <laughs> I will you. be that. I will be I, that. I need to rush deliver you yep. a hat. Uh, did you get your YouTube play button? I did. Look at that beauty. Look at that beauty. I just want to say sincerely, Alex, uh, thank you for all the work that you have done with us. Uh, over the last, was it seven years that we've been yes, doing this? Seven years. That is insane to think. Yep, uh, over Alex, seven years now, yeah. Alex, Jimmy, and I are the three remaining day one people from Fightful. And to be honest with you, a lot of the uh, the day one people from Fightful lasted mm -hmm. a very, very long time. So, uh, But he was the one that was here from day one of YouTube. Uh, so I, I felt like you absolutely deserved one, and Jimmy agreed. So glad that that got to you as yeah. well. But it's look, great. Look at the look at those beauties. That's, they're beautiful. Love it, guys. Leave a thumbs up on this video. Get your super chats. Get your humper chats in. We have plenty of backstage news for you guys as well. 
FightfulSelect.com, the best $5 in the business, is now the best $54 a year in the business because we're offering year-long memberships now mm -hmm. uh, where you can actually save by subscribing ahead of time. We reported that Julia Hart and Lee Johnson would be taking some time off as Julia is, you know, they're, they're getting married. Yeah. They got their honeymoon plan. It's one of those things, Alex, where it's, it's like not great timing because she's super over, but also she just lost the title match. So I right. don't think it's the worst thing in the world for her to be gone for a couple weeks. And then all of yeah. a sudden, poof, she's back and people are but, like, hell yeah, let's go. Oh, the first time she comes back with that amazing entrance, people are going to go nuts. Um, also, she did such a fantastic job selling the end of that match where yes. she was being carried off over Brody, uh, Brody, uh, Brody uh, King's shoulder um, with her arms just dangling there like <laughs> she was completely dead. I, uh, I, think, it's, I think it's great. Uh, congratulations to the newlyweds. That's awesome. Um, and this is, uh, this is what is great. Uh, AEW has an embarrassment of riches in their women's division. They have all of these hugely over stars and yeah. rising stars that could be hugely over stars if they were put, you know what would be great is if on your two hour show on Wednesday and your two hour show on, on Saturday and your one hour show on, on Friday, you had, let's say a minimum across all five hours of six women's matches, as opposed to the current three. So I'm saying doubling, the current allotment of women's matches every week would be good because as we saw with the ratings, um, people want to see women's matches in AEW. They're great. They're going to yep. continue to get hugely over more Julia women's got matches. Great viewership numbers on Saturday. That's um, right. Tony storm. Let's go ahead and talk about that right now. Cause there were a lot of things. I just want to pat myself on the back. I don't consider myself an incredible analyst or anything like that. I'm really good at reporting the news, but one of the things I said I felt like was very, very important to the women's division, I've been saying it for about three months, find a way to get over in less than two minutes. If you can find a way in less than 90 seconds, yeah. okay, are, are, are you good to go? RJ City and Tony Storm and these segments that led to timeless Tony Storm were perfect for that. Yep. In that, it actually took like nine minutes, but they divided them up into these mm -hmm. little one to two minute clips. And RJ City is the perfect person to play off of Julie or not Julia Hart, but Tony Storm in this. Mm -hmm. And today <laughs> he's like, you're not even old. Why are you flipping out? And she goes, you know what? You're right. I'm timeless. And what we see is makeup that is very reminiscent mm -hmm. of hot. Yep. Laurel Van Ness, which is Chelsea Green's alter ego. Mm -hmm. And I get the feeling that Chelsea was probably tipped off to this, and that's why she posted that thing a couple of weeks ago uh, during the release. led to a lot of people think she was yeah. getting released. But we had some of that. Uh, this led to the match with Sky Blue. But really the thing that people were talking about was the entrenching that character of Tony Storm which is so over. She's wearing the old style gear. Yep. She threw to the commercial, Alex. So good. And then afterwards, when she thought they were already on commercial, she goes, how about a titty slap? <laughs> She's the best. She's the best character in all of wrestling. I won't hear any on to the contrary. I, I love her. I love her so much.
and and this is what I love about what she's doing is that uh, not only was she able to uh, get this character over and everyone loves it so much and we look forward every time as much as we can see Tony Storm. She was able to do all of that without being anchored to a championship. But not only that, it required her to lose the title that she had so that she could spiral into this place. Yes. Like that's that's some great stuff because this is the thing, as I always say, when you have people who are big enough who you say, man, this person needs a title, this person needs a title, and there aren't enough titles to go around. ROH titles appearing all over the place, notwithstanding, there aren't enough titles to go around everybody we want to have titles. So what can you do when you don't have a title to stay over and to stay in, in a place where we want to see you on TV, even if you're not part of a title program? I honestly don't don't care if, if Tony doesn't have a title for another year. She can just do this forever. F just finding new people to interact with, she's amazing. She's she's phenomenal. She is absolutely phenomenal. Michael Carter says they need to put RJ City with Tony as her old-timey Hollywood manager and handler. He's too yeah. perfect with all of his outdated movie references. Yeah. Listen, I, I know RJ a little bit. We are... Still Quizzle Mania Tag Team Champions, technically. Wow. Um, I mean, uh, we've done a ton of interviews together. That guy is more quick-witted than anybody I have ever encountered in pro mm -hmm. wrestling. Yeah. And that covers quite a lot of ground, man. Like, yeah. you cannot stump him. You cannot fluster him. There right. is no situation in which he is out of his depth. If you need him to bump, well, he certainly doesn't want to do it, but he will do it. Will. <laughs> that's that's that is certainly a situation yeah but i don't think that we can understate how important that rj city was to what we saw here and i think that's just phenomenal darren walker says tony storm my favorite female wrestler today not only a great wrestler but outstanding character work too she's so awesome she is awesome she is knocking it out of the park and i'm glad that we're seeing especially more women within mm -hmm. aew realize that you can turn a character way way up and mm -hmm. amplify it and get yeah. it super over yeah willow is perpetually over she's yeah. she's going to be over because she is the bubbly mm -hmm. wonderful personality brit is an anchor of the division soraya as i have said is the most famous person in their division mm -hmm. sheeta is always going to maintain the respect of being one of their their right their champions and now you've got some characters that are developing. And this is before Thunder Rosa comes back. And before Jamie Hayter comes back. Yeah, before Jamie Hayter you know, comes like, back as well. There, there's, there's all these... Uh, Julia Hart has created this amazing persona and aura about her. Every time she comes out, the, the crowd's singing along with her. It's, a, it's an amazing thing. It's so great. And I love it all. This is before we get into what Athena and Billy Starks are doing in ROH, right. which is working fantastically for them. It is unconscionable to me that the one title in ROH that never appears on AEW is the women's title because of how great Athena is yes. and how she needs to be in front of an audience. Like the yeah. one title that never shows up on AEW is the women's title. Even if it was a squash match. Yeah. Like something. if it if it was somebody dashing to hit the hit her and they she moved out of the way, turnbuckle, eclipse, there you go. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> like see more of this on ROH. Please yeah. anything. Bailey says, need the timeless uh, classics podcast with Tony and RJ. I just, I want RJ to be her personal interviewer. Yeah. Like type, yes. type of thing. As great as Renee is. 
Uh, Warren says Tony is also in the Mildred Bird biopic, so her character fits that era and role. I wonder if that was part of the motivation. And might have been Fightful Select, best five dollars in the business, reported it was supposed to be Liv Morgan and Charlotte in that. So uh, don't yeah. know what happened there. Zach Barber said Tony is the best crazy character in wrestling since Macho Man Randy Savage. Yes, I said it. She's Listen, I, she's amazing. I think there are several people. I think Alicia Fox played the crazy role very well to where you go. Was she supposed to do all that? Yeah, I know. That's true. There, there were a lot of people that <laughs> she, played it. Well. There were a lot of, there were a lot of times where I was like, I don't know if that's a shoot brother. Like, yes, there, she, was, so, she was doing some stuff. She did really, really well. Also, um, man, I just thought she knocked it out of the park. Unfortunately, you, TB, TBS has not no. been knocking it out of the park, Alex. So, no. No. Last week we had uh, what we call the Robo Jimmy or Disco Jimmy or the Robo Will with the voices. Mm -hmm. Yep. Unfortunate. And then this week they messed up the listings for AUW Dynamite and listed it as a completely different time, which is going to affect viewership numbers, DVR, a lot of that. Mm -hmm. Then this week, a Roddy Strong and Adam Cole vignette that we're going to talk about aired without audio. Tony was getting like, he was pretty clearly annoyed by this. Yes, like, yes. And I'm not saying anything that anybody doesn't know here. Like, I think that it was pretty evident he was annoyed by this based on his tweets. And he did mention that AEW got an overrun, which ended up being a massive overrun mm -hmm. by the mm -hmm. end of the night. But like, these are three pretty big errors and everybody points the finger at AEW. Well, I got that NordVPN.com slash Fightful, oh, Alex. Yeah, yeah. So I can just switch back and forth, which is what I do. True. I keep TBS up on one screen. I got the fight feed on another. So I luck out. But, man, I I was like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, this is this again? This yeah. is going down again? How can yeah. this happen? uh frankly i don't know frankly i don't know how you can how the how the, the that kind of audio can can just i feel like tony was about one segment away from being this yes that was that, yes. was, that was about to yep. be tony on the phone with tbs mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. there mm -hmm. uh so we did and maddie nice says can you find out why aw always has audio issues and mike the jeweler says death taxes and aw audio issues WBD is too big of a network. This should not happen. The Cole Wadi segment, if seen once, would be great. Repeat was eh. Let's get that special project going. Can't wait, bro. Wardlow, finally back. About time. FTF. Yeah, as far as the audio issues go, like it makes me feel bad for AEW because this was not on them. And No. But what no. we did finally see was a wonderful segment mm -hmm. of Adam Cole who put off his ankle surgery to go visit Roddy. Mm -hmm. And even without the audio, we could tell mm. some of the things that were being said. Yep. He had it. He had Adam move furniture for him. He got him a scooter. Mm -hmm. It was, it was corny. It was cheesy. It was fun. I like this, but you, the funny, the, the weird thing is, you know what? I left this actually thinking what, why don't we ever see shit like this with the elite? Like, I don't know the four, like the guys who made a lot of their fandom right. on doing stuff like this. 
yeah, largely are on TV. They're just, hey, here's the guys that started the company, as opposed to, hey, here's the guys that cultivated such a great audience with their senses of humor and their funny little jokes and yep. being corny sometimes. And I see somebody say, because they do that on BTE. Well, here's the thing. I don't give a shit. I don't give right. a shit. I want to yeah. see them further this on TV as well. Like, yeah. I want to be able I, I know they've got BTE and all that, but right. like a fraction of the audience watches BTE. Right. But uh, the segment in, in all, what would you think of it? Uh, it was all right. I'm I'm left with um, with more questions and answers. I think that's the the the, the point. Um, the idea being, well, if this if the whole ankle thing's a work, and it certainly appears to be, because if it was a shoot, they wouldn't have put off the surgery for such a long time. But uh, this this calls more into question the identity. I tonight I was not really happy with the way they followed up on the end of dynamite last week i felt like there was a lot more intrigue and they just they skipped the the a couple of weeks of like of trying to find out who else it might be if it wasn't mjf like like some some breadcrumbs of theories and people being interviewed mjf trying to find out who's the real assailant like there's some interesting stuff that could have happened and they skipped right to jay white thinks mjf is full of crap and he challenges him to a match and also Adam Cole, who was everybody's top suspect, is either Adam or Roddy, and they're off doing some little comedy skit, not related to this at all. And I was just really excited for like the you know who shot Jr. Uh, who ran who ran over uh, the Rock the thing, Bullet what, what, Club thing, Bullet so, Club yeah, thing. Yeah. It was MJF that shot Jr. That's what they feel yeah, like. That, yes. I'll say this, AEW has done a fantastic job of keeping me guessing as somebody whose job it is to find out everything I can possibly find that I'm not supposed to find out about. They have right. done a phenomenal job of right. making me be like, is it or isn't it? Right. Uh, they're, they're doing really, really great at that. Uh, we've got shotkid29 saying tony is truly brilliant we got a bunch more super chats about tony even after we talked about the segment which i love says yeah. sky blue had some subtle character stuff this week with darker eyes while acting more reserved and aggressive after julie is missed could we get mercedes next week too i think if we were getting mercedes next week they would they announce it ad they would advertise it because people are asking me oh roman on nxt and i'm like are you kidding me the whole point is they no. want you to tune in yeah. ahead of time for this uh, I was explained that Julia's mist doesn't have the same capabilities as Malachi's mist. Interesting. Yeah. Yes. That's how it was explained to me. Malachi's mist is a special mist. Right. That, that does that. I will say <laughs> I did laugh a little bit. My wife watching AEW recently and she saw Malachi's makeup and she goes, he's going to stop at some point. Right. <laughs> she's like surely he's not gonna keep no going. no just 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 here not the whole thing yes here. she's like he's gotta stop right yeah yeah <laughs> can't do that yeah uh, tom, tom the valley says 100 rj is perfect for tony sawyer says move over over okada zoom tony is ready for a close-up the crane close-up alex yeah that'd be amazing the other thing i was thinking of that'd be perfect for her is we see sometimes you'll have a, a character in wrestling that has their own private cheering section. 
And how great yeah. would it be, people in like full length opera gloves, giving her oh. a little thing, and then throwing her roses at the Buddy. end of the match? That would this be is awesome. this is something similar to I, I think I had pitched this for Hideo Itami years ago. Where I wanted him to be like, no, this is how an audience is supposed to act. Right. And he would have his own fans right. out there politely clapping. Mm -hmm. I think it could work. I think it would be phenomenal. Uh, oh, boy. Let me tell you. The self-back pat of all back pats is coming for our main event segment, Alex. And I can't, yeah. I can't wait to just mm -hmm. point at you like this. Okay. Bill says RJ City should be Tony's personal James Lipton. Yes. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. <laughs> yes. Anime Otaku says, Is it bad I want Tony to target the more curvy ladies for a titty slap spot like she's jealous <laughs> or something? I mean, is it bad? I don't know if it's bad. It, it says something about you. That's what I will say. <laughs> it says also she should end a promo and go to ads. Uh, yes, she should be throwing to ads. She should be throwing to ads all the time. Uh, she can make it cool to go to a commercial break. <laughs> says yes, it's bad. <laughs> Good. To, this uh, just so you know, this is the female contingent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Before that comment, Fightful mm -hmm. did have the highest female demographic in wrestling yeah, news. It's true. It's true. We did not anymore. No. Nope. Formerly. Mm -hmm. Oh, and during Breast Cancer Awareness Month too. That's true. Oh boy, Golden Jets interview is interrupted by Adam Copeland, in which uh, he reintroduces himself to Renee 
talks about ketchup chips, reintroduces himself to Jericho. Of course he should. Mm-hmm. And then he meets Kenny Omega and Kenny gets his little hee hee in there. He yeah. said, you had yeah. me on the edge of my seat, which popped the live crowd. This is good. Just him meeting people is an event. Yeah. No, that when he listed all these people that, um, that'll be first time matches, uh, the fact that, um, that it's so crazy of the overlap, um, that he was gone. He, he would get, he got hurt and was out for the entirety of Moxley's run in WWE. They were never around at the same time. So if he were, he never wrestled Dean Ambrose. He like that, that there he will be wrestling John Moxley for the first time is really interesting to me. All these first time, not just people who are young, but people who have been in this business forever that he still never had a chance to wrestle. There's some really great stuff there uh, for this. I, I really like him just being like, Hey, I'm new here. How you doing? Yes. Uh, Adam uh, Copeland. How's it going? Don Callis later on uh, gave us the unfortunate news. Sammy not wrestling tonight. He's got Kyle Fletcher. Also unfortunate, Mark Davis is hurt again. That blows. Um, I I love this as a way to keep Kyle Fletcher around. I do too. Like the idea well, that I like, well, yeah. <laughs> he lost, so he's not going to be. Well, but but the idea of, of Will Ospreay speaking up for his boy. Yes, saying I would like I would like you to, to to give this guy a shot. I mean, anything to keep Kyle Fletcher on TV because I think he's great. Um, this really sucks for Mark Davis and and Aussie Open because I think they had a, so much momentum going into and maybe even coming out of that match before he got hurt. Um, but I yeah I always hate it when uh, when one member of a tag team gets injured and they're like, okay, well now you're both on the shelf. Yes. I think you can do a lot more with Kyle Fletcher by himself. And Don dumped him pretty quickly, but we did yeah. get this match, uh, and it it went on for a while. But we're going to talk about the post match after. Yeah, Jericho and Omega defeated Kyle Fletcher and Takeshita. Omega pinning Kyle Fletcher. It's like, yeah, okay, that makes an awful lot of sense. This match went long. I am not that invested in this after mm-hmm. seeing already. I think I'm like three or four Takeshita Omega matches and tag yep. matches into this to where I'm like, yep. no, okay, I, I get it. I get it. And Callus yeah. has all this heat and all that stuff. But I'm like, I'm struggling to necessarily just get into it. And, uh-huh. and the heat is going to have to transfer to the right type of I, I, Here we go. When's the heat going to transfer to people actually in his family? It overshadows every person. It doesn't yep. overshadow Takeshita, I don't think. I think that putting no. Sammy there is the right move because it, it's he's the type of person that needs that. He needs sure. a mouthpiece. He's needed right. something. Right. However, what we got, because, hey, it was a good match. Jericho and Omega won. Yeah. You knew that but Hobbs showed up. Yeah. And let me tell you. Hobbs whooped their asses for about 42 and a half minutes, it felt like. <laughs> this was way too long for me. This was a sustained it, it, it ass whooping. Yes. How did you feel? Uh, I, I don't know what... I, I thought when he... 
he throws him over the barricade, takes him outside, throw, like rips off something out of a little barricade, like one of those wire ones uh, and metal ones, and then lays it over Kenny so Kenny can like stick his head between there. And I was like, oh, I thought that you laid it down because you were going to spine buster him onto it or something. He just kind of like just stomped on a little bit, then put him back in the in the ring. And then Don Callis doesn't know how to duct tape somebody to ring ropes because that was all screwed up for the longest time. And it it led to Don Callis giving a, a chair shot to Kenny Omega. Like Hobbs was going to do it, which I'm pretty sure would have just murdered Kenny Omega. But Don yeah. Callis wanted to do it instead. And they still got the unprotected chair shot, which I don't know. I'm waffling back. And uh, forth I'm going to look into seeing if like if the chair was gimmicked, if what the situation sure. was there. Um, uh, they did a good job on commentary saying after the opening match, uh, between, uh, Phoenix and Nick Jackson, that Nick Jackson went to the hospital to get something looked at and Matt Jackson went with him. Yes. We know Adam Hangman page is not there. So there's nobody who's a friend of Kenny Omega who can come down and save him. And because looks like Jericho burned his bridge with everybody he used to run with, nobody's coming to save Jericho. So it was just this sustained ass beating. Um, I will say that all of the, the, the fact that I did not like the actual beatdown or, or all of it didn't really resonate with me. What does resonate with me is powerhouse Hobbs in the Don Callis family. Like powerhouse Hobbs and Takeshita for uh, tag champions, please. Um, and like just the idea that weeks, months ago, when they first were first teasing the Don Callis family, I was like, I love the idea of Don Callis going around the, the locker room with, with briefcases full of cash and offering them to the biggest, hardest hitters he can find. And the top guy he should go after first, I said at the time, was powerhouse Hobbs. He's great. He's not, he's not affiliated with QTV anymore. He's his own dude. You know what he loves? Beating people up. Beating and if he can get up. a little extra kashish to do it, he's going to love The one-man APA. Yeah. The one-man APA. Great I would stuff. love that. Like, he's got a short-term contract with Don Callis. Listen, yep. I'm not opposed to how they did it tonight. I did think the, the beatdown was sustained. Yeah. But I like Corey's idea here. He says, would have been more intriguing if Don selected Hobbs and Takeshita to tag as much as I love Fletcher. Yes, and I think, I know a lot of people won't like this. I feel like Hobbs should have ran through both of them. Yeah. Takeshita didn't even need to tag in. Mm -mm. Like Hobbs is like, okay. And then, then he grabs a wad of money afterwards <laughs> after they're, they're, he ran through both of them. Yeah. They're very big on the, Oh my God. So-and-so is here. We didn't know this was going to happen. And they yeah. would rather have powerhouse Hobbs come in after the, at the end to like be a, a shock. Oh, is he aligned with this? As opposed to Don Callis saying, powerhouse Hobbs is aligned with this and he will be tagging with Takeshita. And I also see why they wouldn't have done what I just mentioned on the air. Cause Wardlow did that in another segment. So that is true. Uh, by the way. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to that. Koi Stalling says Osprey's contract is coming up. Sean, do you think he ends up in AEW? I think that if I were WWE, I'd be saying, Hey guys, how quickly can we get this NXT Europe gimmick going? Uh, Cause we got a guy that we can pay a good amount of money to head that up. Give it a lot of buzz. He can stay in the place where he has verbally right. said to me on the air yep. he wants to stay. However, I get the feeling that as contract season is coming up, I feel like he's probably looking at it and going, wait, I can make how much money? 
yeah. by going here and there yeah. and all that. And he's he's been very honest with me. Like his mortality is something that he considers, and I mean his his in ring mortality yeah. is something yeah. he considers more than ever. Yeah. Oh man, we got Tony. Actually, we read that one. Um, Bailey says, "Shout out to the Dynamite commentary team, legends, indeed, indeed." Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach Schimmel says, "Wow, two years as a fightful YouTube member did an annual tier two subscription, best one hundred and six dollars spent. Much love to Fightful, the Fightful faithful and mods support. Great show tonight." Yeah, I mean, I'm. I, I have been adamant that we never raise Fightful Select above $5. But, I mean, hey, if you subscribe for years yeah. at a time, you're pretty yeah. well immune to that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wardlow is back. He destroys Griff Garrison. Like, he yeah. shows up. He, you know, walks out yeah. there, beats the living shit out of Griff Garrison. Cool. Uh, Wardlow should be like, hey, give me MJF. I beat him a year and a half right. ago, et cetera, et cetera. There's, there's a no lot of shouldn't be. No, there's no reason he shouldn't be. There's all, but there's like this thing. I I love this. Now what happens next week? Because it shouldn't be exactly this again. Um, but I want to know what he's what he's here for. Like he was off since June. They said he started the match uh, by attacking Garrison, hitting him from behind, and then um, he just power bombs him until the ref stops. He never makes a cover. Like if Paul Turner doesn't call the match off, he's still power bombing Griff Garrison right yes. now. Um, and then he just he gets out of the ring, doesn't have his hand raised or anything, and just leaves. And I'm intrigued by 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 this rage within Wardlow because really he got screwed out of his TNT championship multiple times, and like he hasn't been back since he lost it. Um, so what what is this? Um I see a lot of people like speculating what it could be, and none of those ideas are, ideas are all that interesting to me. So I'm I want to know where we might be going with this, but I'm I'm I am intrigued. Yeah, I'm I'm just glad to see him back. Uh, also glad to see Butcher Blade and Kip Sabian on TV. I like all three of these guys. Uh, they lost to the claimed and daddy ass. Sometimes I think you do need matches like this on Dynamite, especially yeah. Dynamite is very clearly your A show. I mean, sometimes Rampage gets more viewership than Collision at this point. But um, I think that sometimes you need to have this, and also you need to get these people on there. But also, I think sometimes just throw on a two-minute quick match where Butcher Blade and Kip Sabian beat the living shit out of somebody themselves. That's also true. That would be nice yeah. to, like, why are they they're getting this shot against the champs? Because last week we saw them demolish three twerps. You know what I mean? I don't know. There's something interesting <laughs> It is uh, MJF. Actually, we got to get to that it, it momentarily. But we have the Orange Cassidy and Hook interview. Hook's stirring the pot a little bit. It's <laughs> a little son of a bitch. <laughs> He's is. a little shit stir. Look at him. He's like, yeah, yes. Yeah, you should be you getting that title shot next week instead of John Moxley. Yeah, it's just me though. He's pulling the old Sean O'Hare. Yes. <laughs> He is, but All he's, right. he's, he's gassing up his buddy, his new best friend, I Orange Cassidy. I love it. Uh, Samoa Joe does a promo with a cigar. Listen, I don't advocate uh, smoking, but this guy, it's rules. It's rules. Uh, like, smoking a cigar while drinking a glass of scotch has never looked so cool. I love the thread of this. Is like, uh, there's something you understand about being a champion. is that hunger, that hunger to be a champ, to remain a champ. 
And yes, MJF, you beat me. However, the match ended. You did earn my respect, but I will let you know something. I always find a way to eat. I'm like, ah, it's so oh, great. Damoa Joe is so good, man. You can throw him into anything you wanted from right now, right now on. I, I also love that. Well, we'll talk about it, but I love, I do love this. Everybody has a claim to want MJF's title. There's a bunch of people who want it. Um, and this is I what like I like that. as opposed to the interrupting promo. Sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about interrupting promos. But this, we have multiple people stating cases, Alex. Uh, Adam Cole has a reason. Roderick Strong has a reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Samoa Joe has a reason. Mm-hmm. Switchblade has a reason. Wardlow has a reason. There's a lot of people with reasons. I mean, Adam Copeland says, straight up says, I want a shot at that yeah. world heavyweight title. You know what I like, Alex? Versatility in booking and with my VPN. There is no product that we have promoted more on Fightful that I use while I'm awake than NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You guys have probably seen me anchored to my desk an awful lot for quite a while, and I've always got NordVPN on all my devices. That's because that's what NordVPN.com slash Fightful allows. You get the fastest VPN in the world on all your devices, on all your operating systems. It is so beneficial to have that versatility. Here at home, I put it on my router just in case, and I put it on my phone, laptop, desktop, PC, and smart TV. That allows you to get all the benefits. The online threat protection, the ability to change your virtual location with just one click, the ability to use that NordPass password manager, the file encryption tool, all that good stuff on everything. Also, you can subscribe to all those overseas services I'm telling you all about, all with 24-7 tech support and a 30-day money-back guarantee on top of an already amazing deal. Protect yourself on all your devices with nordvpn.com slash Fightful. I mentioned this earlier, guys. Even if you don't use NordVPN or any of our sponsors, if you don't mind, go tweet them, tag them, and say, hey, I heard about this through Fightful. I'll tell you what was very flattering. This week, I interviewed both Sammy Callahan and Sean Waltman, and I played that before our interview, and both of them are like, shit, you just sold me NordVPN. (laughs) it's like yes that's going to that video thank god thanks for saying (laughs) that on the air uh phil wyatt said did you find out while sammy got pulled from the match i didn't but you know what and i will find out something that i realized this week when damian priest got pulled as well like a few years ago they just used to make up wild ass excuses or not acknowledge it or anything now it is just common, accepted, and generally understood by the audience. Sometimes people aren't medically cleared. We'll do this next week. And mm-hmm. I, I'm glad that that happened. I'm glad yeah. that just that's become a thing where fans are like, well, you know, that sucks, but next week will be fine. Right. No, yeah, I get it too. Adam Weller says, I want a more freshness, even if the new era stuff was just for Adam Copeland. Tonight needed oomph for the NXT clash and to be a showcase for new viewers. Um, I feel like tonight had some of that. There was some stuff that I felt went a little too long, though. But I'll tell you what's fresh. Mm. Brian Danielson and Swerve. We saw their promos, and they're facing off next Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, that's a pretty good answer for NXT next Tuesday, Alex. Yeah. What were your thoughts? Um, I would have liked to have seen um, one or both of them 
live in a backstage interview sure. a week before this thing, which is out of the blue. Like it, it is like I, I love that they're doing the match. The match is going to be great, but that that was not a, a a thing that was we were in that they were they weren't hovering around the TNT title. They weren't cutting promos last week about how they want the TNT title after they beat whoever so and so Russell Dream. This it's just a match now, and that's great. The match is going to be great, but I would like for them to build it live tonight in some way. Uh, I always prefer that. Also, it's one of those things where. Gosh, um, Swerve beating Hangman felt like the beginning of some real momentum. Like, you weren't going to have this guy lose for a long time, right? Like, he's going to build some stuff. He's not going to lose. He's going to get some awesome match at full gear. He's going to win that. He's going to go all the way into January without having lost a match since October. Right? And I guess maybe next week is the, the last match that he loses in October, but I don't see him beating Brian Danielson, particularly because I don't see a heel versus heel match between him and Christian. So um, it just, it I, I just, I love that they're doing the match. And also, I'm of two minds, don't want to see Swerve losing any more matches because every time he gets sure. hot, he loses a match or two in a row and it just feels like, Ugh. I think that there is a pretty good built-in excuse for either one of these guys, but especially Brian Danielson, that he got the shit yes. beat and stretched yes. out of him. Yes. Um, and uh, I, I mentioned this on the, the post-show review. I don't rate matches individually because people get weird about it. But I will proudly proclaim whenever I deem a match 10 out of 10 based on my rating system, Zack Sabre Jr. and Brian Danielson was a 10 out of 10. It was it's, so much fun. It is the great, is greatest example of wrestling as art that I have ever yes. seen in my life. That's what I said on my on my post show. Ray Phoenix defeated Nick Jackson. I mean, listen, we knew that this was Nick Jackson. He mm -hmm. is who we thought he was. Yes. In 2019, we were looking at him and saying, like, damn, this guy's going to have some slapper, humper, singles mm. matches i love that matt jackson's out there supporting him because why yeah. wouldn't he why right. wouldn't he be um and this match was incredible sometimes aw dynamite just needs matches that are off the charts unbelievable and you go i can't believe that happened and i don't know what was into phoenix this week and i'm first off i'm yeah. glad he's healthy Me but too. there was something like he had a little bit extra juice in him he like yeah. He would hit the frog splash and he would bounce up into the air. Oh, so good. Or he would kick out Alex. And when he kicked out, he would land face first onto his shoulder. <laughs> he would do the mm, kick, so good. hop up to the ring ropes, kick yep. in the face, jump down in like one fluid motion. Phoenix was feeling it tonight. Like he was really feeling it tonight. Yep. Yeah, I'm. I'm... It was great. No, uh, this is so good to see. Like I'm, I'm such a Phoenix guy from way back in Lucha Underground, and 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 Nick Jackson is is amazing, astounding. It's it's one of those things you never, you never, ever, 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 ever wish for anyone uh, to get injured or be off TV for any reason. But either one of the Jacksons, if forced by circumstances to go on a singles run, would be one of the best singles wrestlers they have in the company. They're great. They're so good. Especially Nick, I just I I love the what he does. This was an amazing match. Well, I think we all 
kind of figured we're going to get Phoenix, especially up, you know, like later in the night, they, then they were like confirmed we're going to get Phoenix versus Moxley next week. So this is some good stuff. This is some a, stuff. a nod to our great friend, righteous Reg, who does the uh, post ROH show here at Fightful. He does indeed and Grapsity every Saturday. Ask Grapsity this week. He calls it spot foo. Great. Spot yeah. foo. It's, it's mm-hmm. the perfect term for it because yep. some people love Kung Fu. A lot of other people, some other people will prefer John Wick or something a little bit more realistic or something. Now, granted, I haven't watched the last uh, couple of John Wick movies, but hey. Uh, Tim, please let Carlos, or or, uh, not Carlos, Luis know what the super chat was. That way we can uh, have it read. So Phoenix and Mox next week, we're going to run down that entire thing pretty soon. Yeah. We got the Stokely interview. Uh, actually, we'll come back to that as, as I need to add some details to it. But Bullet Club Gold are out. And uh, <laughs> they straight up call out MJF. They're accusing him of attacking Jay White. MJF comes out. He's like, listen, here's a list of all the terrible things that I did. Mm-hmm. Why would I hide this? Right. And uh, Ryan Dub says, I think my super chat was missed also talking about AEW stories coming out of nowhere. Uh, no, we'll read them as, as they come along, but right. specify what it is. Specify right. what it is that helps us out a little bit. But um, what did you think of the MJF retort to Bullet Club. Because, I mean, it made sense within the context of the story. Like, why would he need to wear a mask here? And the quick answer is, well, because he did the first time. Right. If he's right. done those horrible things, why did he need yeah. to mask the first time to begin with? Right. Um, th- there's there's very good chance um, uh, that we somehow, it gets to a point where he's, uh, the, the reveal of the guy under the devil mask and he takes it off and Adam Cole's in there and he rips off the thing. He's, it was me. It was me all along, Adam. Um, because there's always a chance that he's that scumbag uh, who, who does it. But uh, I understand why he would say, well, if it wasn't him, no, it wasn't me. Um, and also like, I would, why would I hide it? I, I, I do all my horrible things out in the open, yes. except for now when you are trying to make everyone think you are good and nice and pure and a, and a decent dude, of course that, that would kind of belie that. So maybe you want to hide that, but also like, then you would say, well, but then why would everyone would know it was me, but not if you denied it in this manner, this is some great stuff. I love the idea of it being somebody that we're not aware of like some red herrings popping up that's why i really wanted them to immediately dive into this who is behind it who were the four guys because there were four guys and then the guy in the devil mask so who's who's i need to unmask everybody and i would love it if we get one of those guys somehow is unmasked and then they're trying to sweat him to get everybody else but he's not snitching there's some really cool stuff they could do with this storyline I think that there is a segment to be done with Bullet Club Gold because after this, Switchblade Jay White hit the Blade Runner on MJF and got a title shot out of it. By the way, this will make MJF the longest reigning AEW world champion ever. Mm -hmm. 
And if he wins at full gear, he'll have it for a year. But I, 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 you know, Bullet Club are a little wily and dumb on the surface, but I like, Mm -hmm. I always like the idea that guys like this are street smart, especially a guy like Juice Robinson. And I hope there's a segment next week where Juice goes, okay, now that we got the title match, we got to really talk about this. Max doesn't have four people that like him. Right. Like, so it's not him. We know it's not him. Right. But it was very convenient that we could utilize that and leverage a title match out of it. Mm-hmm. Good job. Now let's find out who the hell these guys are because four human beings on this planet would not help him do that. No. And, and also, that's a very interesting number because the kingdom is basically three guys. Exactly. Even if Adam Cole is helping them, that's four. Is the fifth guy, who's the fifth guy? There's some really cool stuff there. Also, Bullet Club did it to Jay White, but hid the fact, well, there's only three other members of Bullet Club. Who are the other two guys? Like, there's really interesting I- ideas and possibilities here coming out of last week. I- I've I've never had, there's never been a cliffhanger of an episode of Dynamite that I have been so eager to find out what's the next step in the story. And the next step in the story, just being Jay White attacking MJF and being like, I want a title match versus you six weeks from now, just didn't, it didn't do it for me. I I always want the heel to be like, I want a title match tonight or next week at the latest. And then you can figure out a way to like put it off until full gear. Having Jay White say, I want it six weeks from now makes me think either there's like an ulterior motive for why he wants it then and why he's putting it off until then. Or um, uh, that there's some stuff that they want to tell with the story uh, ahead of time. Sawyer says, shout out to Juice shouting that he has a rock hard taint on TBS. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Bailey says, could we see the acclaim join MJF while Adam is out? It evens the numbers up. Also could do Jay versus MJF full gear and at Bullet Club versus the acclaim. So there was this backstage segment that played off of the tweets that Max Caster and MJF send each other uh, and they train together. Uh, so that's, that's the history there. Yes. But the trainer is massaging MJF and then mm-hmm. uh, Max Caster takes over and MJF's like, yes. dude, leave me alone. You've been leaving letters in my bags. Mm-hmm. You've been sending me really weird tweets. Right. And even Renee goes, yeah, those are very aggressive tweets. They are <laughs> like, like even really Renee are. is like a little much, Too much. a little much. Mm-mm. Peyton says, do we think that Roddy keeps asking Adam to do things for him so the kingdom can take out all of MJF's opponents? So either Roddy or Adam can take the belt off of MJF. So that one's one where I'm like, I don't know if they care who gets the title from who. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it, if it goes that deep. I mean, well, let's there, analyze there, this a little bit, Alex. The, op- the option is there for if Roddy is doing it. Is he doing it under the mask as MJF? to make everyone think that MJF is really a bad guy. You know, like if he's trying to get everybody to see the light, I'm, I know I'm just really a bad dude. How am I going to prove it? I know I'll, I'll steal the mask. I'll wear it and all this other stuff. The, I think we can all assume that it's not MJF. Let's just assume that. First of all, yes. that means somebody is framing MJF for attacking Jay White which gets Jay White to demand a title match versus MJF. How does that help the guy who is framing MJF? Like there's some really interesting, intricate storylines here that they could be telling. I I hope that they are. And it's not just some like throwaway thing. We're going to find out it was MJF all along and ha ha ha. 
I want it to, I want it, I want it to be a really good sink your teeth into it kind of story. Matt says, what's Kyle O'Reilly's status with his injury? Do we know? At least internally, there are no plans. None whatsoever. That's right. the sad reality of it. Um, yeah. Just want him to live comfortably, you know? Not, yeah. not, and and don't aggregate that because it's weird. But, I mean, guys hurt. Yeah. Don't know. That, don't know when, if he'll return. That's that's the unfortunate reality. Doshi says we need all three Adams together with Roderick Strong yelling, Adam! Then I'll do the three Spider-Man meme where they're pointing at each other confused. Listen, I love the meme culture of all of it. I'm yeah. still wishing we'd have cage, cage, page, and page in a cage, but mm-hmm. it hasn't happened as of yet. Oh, man. Stokely does an interview. He announces Commander, Lince, Dorado, Penta, and Johnny TV on rampage the winner becomes the number one contender for the roh title well Penta's winning that i mean probably <laughs> yeah probably although i would love to see my old friend johnny mundo against eddie kingston i, I that, mean, look, that look, would love i'd love to see that but to yeah be honest with you, winning it. i'd love to see any of these four guys especially like commander just Eddie Kingston trying to backfist Commander out of the sky would be just the most fun I'd have all week. I mean, we've seen Lindsay more yeah. than happy to throw down with other human beings sure. on Twitter. I would sure. love to see him in there just slugging it out with Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston, yeah. I think Eddie Kingston and Lindsay Dorado would get along real well. Yeah. Um, yes, boy says we need a new champion that smells like Tom Ford, not Burger King in Newport. Stokely is wild. <laughs> That line had me rolling. Oh, he is so funny sometimes. He is. Ryan Dub says, I really appreciate AEW with a flip of the switch uh, starting to tell good stories. Whomever is in charge of that, give them the keys. These are good. Yeah, uh, they're, they're, I think they've been on a, a better streak of television over the last couple months. And now, let's be real, they can focus on screen instead of off screen. Right. And that's where most of the headlines are. And Edge is the kind of guy you want in your locker room. Right. Period. Like he is the type of guy that, that you want there. So Alex, we got an overrun tonight, but you know, sometimes yeah. when you're when you're low on time, you gotta shave a few minutes off. But um not us. We can go as long as you want. But fortunately, we can help you shave a little something else off. Let's be real. Big nasty pubes are gross. You want that tree to stand taller. Sometimes you got to do a little bit of landscaping. Sometimes you got to do a little bit of manscaping. With manscaped.com and that code FIFA, you're going to save 20% off your order and get free shipping. What a deal. And how about this? They've got a ton of deals on that site. They got a lot of bundles, a lot of packages to help out your package. But it's not just your package. It's your body. It's your hair. They got deodorant. They've got shampoo. They've got foot deodorant. They got ball toner. They got everything at manscaped.com. And when you use that code FIFA, get 20% off your order and free shipping. Just a plethora of different options. Maybe you want to try a little bit of everything. Maybe you just want to try one thing. Well, Manscaped and the code Fightful will get you there. Make that tree stand taller and trim it up a little bit with Manscaped. 
Tim says, I want to thank SRS for sending me down the rabbit hole of cover songs from the list goes on today. Spent literally two and a half hours on YouTube watching. Listen, there is one day where I am just going to do a show that is just random bullshit. I like my wife's a school teacher and on weeknights, I'm like, what am I supposed to do now? Like what? Like I'm not, I'm not on, on stream. What, what the hell's going on? There are going to be some nights when, uh, I'm just like, you know what? We're going to do one about cover songs that are better than the originals. That's mm. what we're going to do. Cool. Well, name one. What What do you think your top cover song that is better than the original is? Um, I used to know it. When I saw your tweet, I was trying to remember what it was. But I remember finding out that that song that I love so much was actually a cover of a of an, of an original that I didn't even know existed. And I can't remember what it is, but it, it's it's bothering me. And I'm, I'm trying to figure it out for, for hours now. The three that came to mind for me, Smooth Criminal, I think, as Alien Ant Farm, I think they took that song, especially yeah. considering what we know now. Well, but no, but they yeah, they, they made took it their own. that song. Yeah. Um, there again, I mentioned Ready for the World. I love them, but Noj had that great hit version of Love You Down in the nineties. Mm -hmm. But uh, one of my favorite music acts ever is Blondie. I think they're one of the most versatile groups ever. Uh, but Miley Cyrus just obliterated that song had a great one um look at this uh, boys of summer by the ataris mad world gary jewels all kinds of good ones see mm -hmm. i this is this is a two hour long podcast yeah can't do it can't mm -hmm. get me doing two hours about wrestling but nope. this there we go next week we got a loaded card they said all right let's throw everything we can jay white hangman page jericho and hobbs Mox and Phoenix three. Great to see Mox is cleared yep. for the title. Soraya and Sheeta for the title. Copeland and Luchasaurus. Brian Danielson and Swerve Strickland for a shot at the TNT title. Matthew Hook says next week is loaded. Like, wow, ridiculous. Tyrone Kidd says Swerve versus Danielson. Big thumbs up for Christian's title. Shrug. Hey, listen. You put two top guys in there and say right. it. Or the title that just main evented the pay-per-view. Mm -hmm. Bizarro Big L said, liking the amount of planning going on right now. Feel like the plot lines are getting better. Swerve versus Brian will be a clinic. Just like one more women's storyline. I feel like Tony's Chelsea Green-like drama story is encompassing most shows. Well, you did have the Julia Hart thing going on. Mm -hmm. I do think that you need to come up with some peripheral stories. And maybe some stories to integrate men with women as well. Sure. Look at what that has done for Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Yeah. On Raw. Well, to me, it's it's made her a valet and not a wrestler. So like that's that's my thing. Like she's, well, she doesn't I have mean, a time. She doesn't she doesn't she doesn't wrestle nearly as much as she should be. Uh also if she's dealing with a knee dealing deal with a kneecap that pops out every time she wrestles, too. Uh well, that's that's a separate issue. I mean, I but you know, whatever. I, I I do think it's it is weird that they're calling it Title Tuesday, but there are only two titles being defended. There's a number one contenders match for a the third title, so I guess that's fine. Um, uh, but I also like for one of those titles that they're doing uh, is the is Sheeta versus Soraya. Neither woman appeared in any form tonight. To, yeah, to, they absolutely like, to build to, now, to that match. They can appear on collision or yes, rampage. That's true. that's true. They can absolutely true. do that. Yeah. 
Uh, Regis says, I think a great thing they they could do is have a segment with the main suspects, MJF, Adam Cole, Roddy, and the devil appears at the top of the ramp, yeah. proving it's none of them. Right. But you can also say it was always one of the other four guys filling the role. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah, possibly. I'm there. hoping. I mean, it's very clear they're keeping Adam Cole on TV in some right. capacity. Right. Yeah. Uh, due to some of those some of those scream movies were great about like uh, the audience all thinks it's one of these three people. And then the guy in the scream mask comes out and stabs them all. Now, who knows? Now, who is it? Yes, they, they can do some stuff there. And there are always more than one. So, yeah. Adam Copeland comes out. It is so unusual to hear that song on AEW TV. It is. <laughs> It is so unusual. So it is. Well, I can't tell this story uh, <laughs> in relation <laughs> to the song. I can tell you off the air, but um, I did some digging about the song last mm-hmm. Sunday. The FightfulSelect.com story. Please subscribe. And you know, I got I got it pretty well from WWE. It's not exclusively licensed, buddy. Why would Why would we have? In what world did we think this was going to happen? No. Yeah. Type of thing. They did such a good job. And like, I I was so happy with our report because I broke everything down. It's like, okay, they don't own You Think You Know Me. They can literally just re-record it. So they did. Um, And they had Beth Phoenix, as Dr. Chris Mueller found out from his interview with Adam Copeland. Beth Phoenix actually recorded that video. That is a nice little nod. But also, cool. I know that they were very particular about making sure that this matched up. Because this isn't just as simple as, hey, we got the rights to the song, you hit play on it. They had to do an appropriate mix to make sure right. it was just right, Alex. And they nailed it. Yep, they really did. It's a, it's a, it is one of the most iconic like song to wrestler combinations uh, in WWE history. Um, uh, it, uh, I will always remember when that song played at that Royal Rumble, when he came back after a decade and, and, and the crazy, crazy, crazy pop that he got um, it, it, there's a lot of like where certain wrestling themes are tied to certain wrestlers, but also certain wrestler moments. And that will always be that for, for edge. Is that, is that pop when he come, came back at that Royal Rumble? Guys, get your super chats, get your humper chats in. This is our main event segment. Please leave a thumbs up on this video. If you're watching after the fact, leave a nice comment below. Also, if you want to help us out, leave a nice uh, Apple review as well. We don't get as many over there because we are primarily a YouTube platform, but help us out. It'll go an awful long way. Adam Copeland comes out. He pays Tony Schiavone a very, very nice compliment. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. And he runs down a list of all the people that he would love to face. And like, I love that he mentioned Juice Robinson as well. Like that yeah, is so of course. cool. I also love calling him the stray bullet. That's the a fantastic bullet. little, little, little tag for him. It is. He does. He does feel like a stray bullet sometimes. He does. Um, and then he talked about how retirement was on the table, but his daughter said, you should go have fun with uncle Jay. And that is Christian Cage. And he calls out Christian, who without saying a word is so good. Yeah, man. He is so good. He's so good right now. Sits there and looks like a dick, in which 
Yeah. Adam Copeland mentioned. Yeah. But let me tell you what else he mentioned, Alex. He mentioned the fact that Christian stood above Sting with a chair. Mm -hmm. And he said, man, you went to the barber and you got the Sting haircut. You had the little rat tail. I was Luger, he said, (laughs) Alex. I know. He said I was Luger, Alex. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You scoffed at me. No, I did not. You you said, You've wanted your Sting and Luger team. You forever. have. You have. have wanted it forever. Since it's like, MJF <laughs> and Cody, I've wanted it. No, you've wanted it for. You were pitching that to me about people in WWE where we were reviewing Raw in 2018. Yes. Come on. And this is, I've wanted it so bad. You go back. Yes. yes. First off, that 95 96 WCW tag division absolutely is fucked. We're yeah. like nasty boys, Harlem Heat, Steiners, yeah. Sting and Luger, the Outsiders, yeah. Fire yeah. and Ice, uh, the amazing French Canadians. Yeah. Go look into it. Yeah. Some incredible team. American males were good then. Like yeah. there were some great teams, but Sting was always there, and he's the baby face, and he knows Luger's an asshole. Mm-hmm. But that's his buddy. Now I know with MJF and Adam Cole, it's similar, but it's not quite the same right because edge did not ask christian to change whatsoever here he said you're a horrible person i just watched you do that to an icon a legend somebody that we idolized i don't care it's time for us to team again he Mm -hmm. didn't care at all alex no he says i'll always love you you're my brother and i'll always love you no matter what to which Christian replied with an embrace and a go fuck yourself. Now, I feel like the show should have ended on that as opposed yeah. to having Luchasaurus come onto the ramp, but I understand they got a show to build. Right. That could not have been more perfect to me. Oh, yeah. No, no. Uh, Adam Copeland cutting an amazing promo to a silent Christian was was so good this was this was an amazing little little moment and, and it is one of those deals where like and you listen to everything that the edge says he is in this for he's put all of his chips in he's in this for the long haul he wants to do this he wants to work here he wants to wrestle these people he wants to wrestle alongside christian like there's just some really amazing stuff that this is the beginning of um, and while, and it does to forgive me with Christian doing what he's doing and, and having this program opposite Adam Copeland, who they are treating as a huge, huge deal, which it is for the company and MJF, like doing whatever he's been doing for a, for a while now, where it feels like he's just coming out and doing stand up comedy insult. He's like Don Rickles coming out and cutting insults on people. And doing this thing with 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 Adam Cole, where he may or may not be injured or whatever. Christian standing there regally with the with the thing over his shoulder. He felt like the A champion to me tonight. He felt like the the guy. Like it was a very it was a is an aura about him. Of course, he should f- do that. But in comparison yeah. to me, I I looked at yeah. MJF as like, hey, I'm coming out here to call Juice Robinson a taint. 
And anyway, <laughs> like it just it didn't feel like there was there was it didn't feel like there was a gravitas to what he's doing. I think it's all going to turn out to be great, but just comparing the two, Christian just felt like the guy. He did. He did. And uh, now he's hanging out with the Dungeon of Doom. And you're questioning, uh, will we ever see him back again? <laughs> will he ever go back to his friend again? Or is he know? busy hanging out with Loch Ness and yeah. Z-Gangsta? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on here? Mm-hmm. Alan Mark says, hello all. It was good to see standards and practices were on the mute button for the Adam J show tonight. Yep. Isaac Shooter says, when do you think we'll see Adam Copeland get a world title shot? So he said, I would like to get that. But his goal is it's time to team with Christian right. and win the tag titles. Right. Like, that's, that's what, what his said. goal is. Yep. Um, so I, he might not ever get a title shot. Might not ever. Um, what do you think the chances are of CM Punk returning to WWE? I said about 40 to 45% today. Like, I wonder if the ability to like stick it to AEW and just see how it goes will overcome them. I'm working on a story about it for Fightful Select for maybe the next Mm. week or so or Mm. over the next week. But I think there's about a 40, 45% chance they'd have to have a real conversation with some of the people that don't like him. Yeah. Ronald Hollick says, could they tie in Swerve's loss at all in if Swerve's beat, Swerve beats Danielson and challenges Christian for the TNT Championship? Well, they're usually good at tying in a lot of that stuff. However, with Swerve, I mean, they completely abandoned the fact that he and Keith Lee even knew each other. So uh, we'll see. I mean... Yeah, I would hope they would because that's pretty recent um, yeah. that Swerve, you know, and and if, if Christian could be like... I don't view you as a threat. You were the one who lost us that match versus them in, in all in or whatever. Uh, and Swerve would very quickly prove why he was a threat. Cause he would probably just stab somebody that Christian is a friend is a friend of. <laughs> um, Alex, tell the people where they can find you on. You can, they, media. they can find me on, uh, on the Twitter uh, slash the X. At um, Alex Sourgraps, uh, and I, I am, I am. Uh, it is my wife and I. Uh, uh, it is our tenth wedding anniversary next week. So this, uh, this, it also coincides with my daughter having Friday and Monday off uh, for this weekend. So we're just going on this long road trip to Niagara Falls. Oh, um, yeah. Have you so, ever been? Yeah, we we went we went actually we went when my when my wife was pregnant with our daughter. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna recreate all these photos that we took oh, the first time great. with her there and kind of like frame them side by side. That it's, is yeah, great. It's, it's gonna be a cute little thing. So so I we're staying at Airbnb in, in Niagara Falls and I'm bringing my computer, and my microphone. So I'm planning on nice. doing a fast lane review uh, after my wife and kid go to bed go to bed on Saturday. So. Uh, I will be uh, on the fast lane post show with Denise. Uh, don't forget, guys, this Friday, Stephanie Chase is doing predictions. Crazy 101 says, look at Dave's recent tweet and Tony's reply. Um, so I'm actually going to pull it up and show our audience for the sake of context because this does talk about AW all in ticket stuff. And I'll read it aloud okay. for our wonderful audio listeners. Cool. Dave said, uh, Dave was asked, what about all the sold shirts with the wrong number on it and Osprey's tattoo? Will the shirts be updated like this number? Dave says, for whatever reason, AEW made the decision to announce paid attendance rather than total, which is unusual for pro wrestling historically. Tony replied, 
the reason I announced the actual paid attendance, 81,000 or 35 sold, instead of saying over 85,000 tickets distributed, is because 81,035 sold at AEW All In is the all-time ticket sales record, whereas the North Korea shows had tickets distributed record. So there we go. For those of you that are wondering, that's, that's an answer I wasn't sure that we would get, but by God. There we did. There we, we go. Guys, thank you all so much. Please leave a thumbs up. Subscribe to Fightful Select. We are out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.